Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. NSA official Thomas Brian Reynolds meets with U.S. Congressman Phil Hammersley in a public park to discuss support for a new piece of counterterrorism legislation the U.S. Congress is pushing that dramatically expands the surveillance powers of intelligence agencies over individuals and groups. Hammersley remains committed to blocking its passage, wanting to protect U.S. citizens' privacy. Reynolds, wanting the bill passed to help fast-track a long-delayed promotion, has Hammersley murdered, making it appear he suffered a heart attack. Meanwhile, labor lawyer Robert Bobby Dean is involved in a case involving mafia kingpin Polly Pintero. Bobby meets with his ex-girlfriend, Rachel Banks, who works for Brill, who Bobby occasionally hires for undercover surveillance. She delivers a tape incriminating Pintero. As police investigate Hammersley's murder scene, Reynolds' men notice a biologist swapping out a tape from a remote wildlife camera stationed across the lake. They identify the biologist as David Zavitz. When Zavitz views footage of the congressman's murder, he immediately contacts a journalist friend. Reynolds' team intercepts the call and rushes to Zavitz's apartment. Zavitz transfers the video to a disc and hides it in an electronic game before fleeing. Zavitz bumps into Bobby, his old college friend. Panicked, Zavitz slips the disc into Bobby's shopping bag without his knowledge and runs off. While being chased, Zavitz collides with a fire truck and is killed. Zavitz's journalist friend is also murdered. Reynolds' team identifies Bobby and believe he has the video. Posing as police officers, they arrive at Bobby's house wanting to search his recent purchases. When Bobby refuses, they later plant surveillance devices in the house and on Bobby's clothing. They disseminate false evidence implicating Bobby of working for the mafia, money laundering, and having an affair with Rachel Banks. The subterfuge destroys Bobby's life. He is fired, his bank accounts are frozen, and his wife Carla throws him out. Bobby initially believes Pintero is behind the smear campaign as revenge. He believes Brill, Rachel's contact, can help him and asks her to arrange a meeting. The NSA, monitoring his call, sends an imposter to intercept Bobby. The real Brill rescues Bobby and warns him the NSA is pursuing him. Brill removes the tracking devices in Bobby's clothing. The NSA agents later kill Rachel solely to frame Bobby. Bobby obtains the disc and Brill identifies Congressman Reynolds. The NSA locates and raids Brill's secret warehouse. Brill and Bobby escape, but the disc is destroyed. Brill's real name is Edward Lyle, a former NSA communications expert stationed in Iran during the Iranian Revolution. His partner, Rachel's father, was killed, but Lyle escaped and has been working covertly ever since, employing Rachel as a courier. Lyle urges Bobby to go underground, but he wants to clear his name. Bobby and Lyle trail U.S. Congressman Sam Albert, who also supports the surveillance bill, videotaping him with his mistress. Bobby and Lyle hide one of the NSA's listening devices in Albert's hotel room so he will find it and launch an internal investigation into his being bugged. Lyle focuses unwanted attention on Reynolds by depositing large sums of money into Reynolds' bank account to appear as bribe payments. Lyle arranges a meeting with Reynolds to exchange the video and to get Reynolds to incriminate himself. Reynolds' men instead ambush the meeting and hold Lyle and Bobby at gunpoint demanding the tape. Bobby lies and says Hammersley's murder footage is with Pintero, knowing that Pintero's restaurant is under FBI surveillance. 
Bobby and Reynolds enter Pinteros. Speaking ambiguously, Bobby confuses both Pintero and Reynolds about the two different videotapes. The encounter escalates into a deadly shootout, killing Pintero, Reynolds, and the NSA agents. During this ordeal, Lau uses subterfuge to prod the FBI surveillance agents into raiding the restaurant. Lyle, disguised as a cop, slips away while the FBI rescues Bobby and uncovers the entire conspiracy. The U.S. Congress abandons the bill to avoid a national scandal, covering up the NSA's involvement to preserve the agency's reputation. Bobby is cleared of all charges and reconciles with Carla. Lau sends Bobby a farewell message via his TV, partially showing himself relaxing on a tropical island with his cat, Babe. Anyways, enemy of the state. Yeah, so, okay. I was a little surprised with this movie, because, like, you were like, well, both of you guys were like, well, you you less, but you looked at it. You never seen Enemy of the State before. It's and a really good like, movie. But yeah, you couldn't even watch see. it again. Okay, that's why I was surprised. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, this kind of didn't age great. I thought it just felt really like it gave me that that, and it's the same kind of producers like Jerry Bruckheimer and mm. um. So I mean, maybe that's something to do with it but just like the music and the way the like the the, the from above like helicopter city shots yeah, and shit yeah. like that and it just felt like it really wanted to be bad boys yeah and i mean obviously will smith was hot you know at that time you know he He's had the bad boys movies and still hot that, well not what i meant in the sense of the word hot but yeah i suppose um <laughs> but it just it was just so fucking like involved like I don't, like, the way that, uh, like, they're sitting at lunch with that, the girl you figure out was his mistress at one point, and it's just, there's, like, this, like, intense, like, you know, dramatic music on in the background, and I was like, what, what are we, what are we doing? Like, I, I don't know, it just, it just really wanted you to feel like, oh, man, and I, I don't know, it was just, I wasn't into it, like, right. it just didn't, like, I don't know. Listen. And it felt very long. But, apparently, I'm one of the only ones that felt that way. Because, on a $90 million budget, it made $250.8 million. And that's fine. Everything's not for everyone. Uh, that's just the that. way I felt about it. So, Listen. Oh, okay, I'm right here. That's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. Okay. You don't get a deal. I mean, somebody said it at one point. Yeah, in yeah. the movie. Yeah. The dude who, uh, like, like, that was the most, like, like, they thought that was it. When the dude, like, rewatched that tape and he saw the, like, the senator or whatever, the congressman being killed, and he was like, fuck a duck. And I was like, think that was it? <laughs> like, is that going to be a catchphrase now? <laughs> yeah. Shirt, his t-shirt say, fuck a duck. Obviously. That dude didn't do a great job. With that, but I I, well, I I like that guy, Jason Lee. Well, that's why he got yeah. splattered. Yeah, <laughs> he's in he's in My Name Is Earl, which I thought was a funny show. But Ooh, that, that man that got, wasn't a that wasn't man, a great uh, acting job by that guy. Though. That man got creamed by that bus. Yeah, well, fire truck. Fire truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that was just the way I felt about it. I mean. I was just surprised. I just expected more. Just the way you were like, I cannot believe you haven't seen. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, I'm walking in like, here we go. 
fucking enemy of the state. And then, like, I don't know. I was just like, hmm. Wasn't but, as hyped up as it was that. Yeah, it just didn't, like... felt like a less good bad boys <laughs> to me. Um, I don't know. But anyway, cast, some cast stuff. Uh, Tony Scott, well, he's not, he's not cast, but Tony Scott directed, uh, Man on Fire mm-hmm. and this movie, which is hilarious because we're recording them both today. Uh, he also ran into, um, Denzel Washington at like a, like doctor's office or something. And that's yeah. how, that's how he, he got the role for Man on Fire, basically. Hmm. Because they, they worked together on, like, a previous film back in, like, 95, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't seen him since. And, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's he's uh, he's notorious, right? He, he did Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Days of Thunder, The Last Boy Scout, True Romance, which I like. Uh, Crimson Tide, which is a movie... Do you have this DVD? Okay. No. It's a movie that this DVD advertised. Huh. <laughs> it was Crimson Tide. And also has Gene Hackman in it. Oh, man. And I think it was... Uh, now it's been a couple weeks now since I've watched the movie, but I thought I think Denzel was in that Crimson that Tide movie as well. Have. Oh, so that was funny to me. But, uh... So, him, uh, other cast stuff, uh, Anna Gunn, who's in, you know, Breaking Bad later on. And then Seth Green and Jack Black. Jack Black was... <laughs> his Silly. fucking character. Silly. He was, he's very into the old lady. The, let me follow the, the, what, the maid. The maid. No, just once, let me follow the maid. <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Uh, did you know he wasn't credited in this movie? Because he allegedly... Uh, he was the, the mob guy, Eddie Pintero. Right, no, no. He uh, wasn't credited in this movie because he uh, allegedly, he never admitted to it, but he allegedly uh, inappropriately touched a young girl on set. It was me. He inappropriately touched me. Jesus oh. Yeah, you, you gotta get rid of that long hair, man. You won't get dilled by old men. I wanted it. <laughs> that says a lot about <laughs> what's the, wrong with you. <laughs> and, the truth, and the truth comes out. We gotta clear Tom Sizemore's good name. Anyway. Jesus Christ. Uh, but he was that, he was the, uh, that creepy dude in, uh, the creepy detective in Natural Born Killers. Mm-hmm. The real weird guy. Yeah, the one that strangled the prostitute. Yeah, and he, wanted his, he wanted his nipples squeezed. Yeah, by... weird. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's. Yeah. So that, you know, that's him. Uh, Jason Lee, oh, Scott Kahn. You know, Y50 and James Kahn's son. All that shit. John Voight. I can't help but think of... John Voight. John Voight's car from Seinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. Every time I see him. I'm trying to match up the chewed-up pencil. <laughs> and then... Oh, and so I said Seth Green. But, you know, obviously Chris and Family Guy and... Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Static inspired by Robot Chicken on this pod. <laughs> About, uh... Stuart Wilson, he was in like, I don't know if you ever watched like the Legend of Zorro or the Mask of Zorro. He was in no. that. Okay, well, Regina King. Right. You know who she is, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa Bonet. I didn't know that she was in there. Chick that was married to Jason Momoa. Lisa? Mm. Lenny Kravitz, baby mom. Yeah. Interesting. 
And yeah, Gene Hackman's good. And... Yeah. I... Yeah. You know Will Smith in this funny. movie? No idea. Huh. Yeah, what's he been in? Who? Will Smith? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good thing. Check him out. We got IT on that. Was he was he in the was he in the Jason Bourne movies? You know what? That was him. That was him for sure. Oh, wait, I thought he was I thought he was the bald white dude in Die Hard. Mmm. You know what? I think you're right. I thought that was Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was just I was just throwing out names. <laughs> yeah. Man, Will is getting old. Uh, just some things that were advertised right before this DVD started. It was Grey's Anatomy Season 1. Wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, what season are they on in Grey's Anatomy now? Uh, I don't like know. 29? I don't fucking know. I just, it, this, this DVD was so old, it still had that classic, like, the colored, uh, like the Damn, blue, whoa, blue and whoa, orange. Whoa. Yeah, the blue what and orange. The blue and orange colored, like, the screen where it's like coming soon to DVD. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we just gonna keep throwing the word colored around like it's nothing. Uh, <laughs> eighteen. They're on season eighteen now. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, well, hold on. Tip but, used to kill me with that show. <laughs> but granted, the first episode date was in two thousand five. Well, maybe this DVD came out. A but, while later. They, yeah, this DVD must have came out like a long time because this movie came out in '98. Well, DVDs weren't even a thing. In they were. They were a thing in '98. Mm-hmm. They just weren't very popular. They were really fucking expensive. Uh, maybe this was a bootleg that they slipped into a uh, <laughs> into a fucking. The film opened up. Case. The film opened up number two behind the Rugrats movie. Y'all remember the Rugrats movie? Hey, yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking was obsessed with Rugrats. Rugrats was lit. Yeah. Yeah, so that was funny. Just the uh, just the class, the nostalgia. This is remember when like previews sucked. Oh yeah. Like I feel like movie previews have they, come a long way. They made you not want to watch the movie. Yeah, like just the the the, the tired method of movie previews where they're like, you have an epic voice over a couple significant scenes, and now now movie previews are better, but now movie. Go ahead. Sorry. But movie previews now, I feel like, like for example, I went and watched Batman yesterday, and I feel like they put everything that was good about the movie in the preview, and so then there was nothing left to discover in the movie. You have the whole movie in the preview. It may not be in order from start to finish, but you see the whole main points of the movie in the preview. Everything so then, awesome. So then when you go and see the movie, you're like, where's all this stuff at? I thought that was just a teaser. You know what kills me is when like they have a like a funny line or something in a preview, and it's and, not in the movie. Yeah, it's not in the movie because like they went with a different cut, and so then you're watching the movie like, wait, that's not what he said. Yeah. It's always like that line that like in the movie theater they say and you hear everyone ah, and yeah, then, like you never see it in the fucking movie. Yeah, and you're like, all right, well I want my money back now because I did yeah. not laugh. He said I want my money back. Yeah, it's just a different line. It didn't work. Man. I was guaranteed one laugh in this movie and I didn't get it. Exactly. I want my money back. Bastards. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, yeah, so I just got some stuff. Um, uh, I guess now I have dogs, the good boy sitting by the water after the guy had the heart attack. It was just kind of like, oh. Like he's just sitting there, like he did the little, you know. The <laughs> yeah. owner went in the water in the car. And like, like, I'm not, I'm oh. not going to go after you, but I'm going to sit here. Like, oh, I was just like, oh. I'll wait. But he sat there. He's, he's like, a good I'll boy. wait. Yeah. Yeah, lunch isn't dramatic. 
There's a lot of dramatic music in the beginning of this. I don't know. My lunch and has been pretty like, dramatic before. <laughs> That's because you work on the west side. Say I'm lying. I thought Jack Black was a plant. Uh, no, he, he's a human. He seemed... Well, technically, we're good. just very sophisticated plants. Thanks for clarifying. Let's not get into philosophical debate again. I'm not. Let's not repeat the <laughs> physics conversation. Um, uh, uh, yeah. you My a brother is a tree. A plant, as in like you know, like you know, like a spyish kind of thing. Like I thought he was like maybe internal affairs kind of guy oh, investigating. So the more NSA. like a mole kind of deal, or like mole a, a, fucking, plant, yeah. a fucking rat. A fucking rat. A rat. But when you're when you're government. Worker infiltrating another government thing. He's a I fucking rat. The, okay. All right, a rat. That's fine. Um, uh, I just because he seemed really impartial every time they like told him to do shit, and like he was like they told him like it was a you know an exercise. Right? He's like, oh, okay, an exercise. So I, I so. With the first time movies, I've just kind of written like I have the same thing for Man on Fire later. Mm-hmm. I just kind of wrote down my real time thoughts, yeah, and then you know my notes after because I watch everything like a second time pretty much. Um, so I thought he was a plant. Was that the only one with that suspicion the first time I watched it? I I didn't I didn't think he was a plant. Okay, I just thought he was just someone who's uninformed. Yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't pay attention to anything. He's just kind of oblivious to a lot of important details that are stated. I don't know. Some of them government drills be feeling real. They want to make it feel as real as possible, so you're prepared. You know, like the fake. And you know this. You know the time in the NSA. Yeah. Okay. You know, like the uh, <laughs> the 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 uh, incoming uh, missile warning that Hawaii had a few years ago. I'm not familiar with this. Yeah, they uh, they were performing. The people who run the the emergency management agency in Hawaii were just performing a routine drill where they're they're running through the same process as if they were having an incoming ballistic missile from like Japan or something like that. Mm. Along the line, someone pressed the wrong button and it sent out an actual mass emergency alert to every cell phone and news station and radio station that there was to take immediate cover incoming ballistic uh, ballistic missile. Mm. And I people freaked that. the hell out. And then, like, 15 minutes later, it's another one. I said, false alarm, no emergency needed, but panic was already fucking done. People were already, like, trying to hunker down underneath their cars and shit. He probably had people climbing out of the fucking storm drains. <laughs> like, they, uh, yeah, they did They did an investigation, found out someone pressed the wrong button and actually sent the mass, tech, the mass alert out, and everyone freaked the fuck out. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Well, it's fun. And they were just, you know, imagine just walking down the street, all seeing your phones, like, you know, if you think, oh, it's fucking Amber Alert again, he looks at this incoming ballistic missile, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, that's a weird name for a kid. <laughs> Where is he coming from? Russia. <laughs> Shout out Ukraine. Shout out Ukraine. Of course, this is, well, that's a, okay. This will be an April. So, so. <laughs> well, we don't know. Save it for the Weekly Circle Jerk. Um, Ukraine, if you're still around, shout out you. Uh, then I skip ahead because I was just kind of... My note was, I feel like it's a little cheesy so far, and some of the acting's not fantastic. Um, and then... The How next, dare you judge the this next, movie? That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I still gave it two and a half, so, you know. Don't tell me what you gave it. All right. You're going to ruin the surprise. I mean, 5.2. I don't know. 
Uh, his credit cards don't work. He couldn't get money out of the ATM. Where did he get the money for the motel? I mean, I figured... I'm just asking questions. I, I figured since the 90s, I feel like everybody still carried cash. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the 90s? He had enough money for a dirty magazine, though. Hey. You always <laughs> gotta have a little, little spank You gotta have the... your emergency spank money? Yeah, you gotta always gotta have a little spank in the bank. Jesus <laughs> uh, Not to be affiliated with the spank bank. Uh, Chinese lady with money was very funny. He's taking off his clothes in the hotel. Mm. She thought she thought her husband ordered her a stripper. Old women are just kind of horny. Yeah, I was gonna say dirty, but yeah, you could use that horny. I've always liked El Caminos. I thought you were gonna say you always liked old women. No, I've always liked El Caminos. <laughs> Brill is driving that El Camino. El Caminos are sweet. El Caminos are nice. I like them. I've always thought they're cool. In, I like old. I like restored El Caminos. See, El Caminos are nice because. Huh? El Caminos are nice because I like Monte Carlos, like old school Monte Carlos. And all an El Camino is is just a Monte Carlo as a truck. Same front end, just a Monte Carlo as a truck. Hmm. I need somebody to have one. And then he got T-boned by a trash truck or something like that. So that El Camino is <laughs> it's total. It's it's, it's in a junkyard. Funny, all the all the henchmen have the same stupid spiked hair. Like like all the dudes working for them. Just like, yeah, it reminded me of like same haircut. Was that Iceman from Top Gun had the spiked hair like that? I don't know, I haven't watched Top Gun. You've never watched. All right, never mind. Don't do that. I'm sorry. I, I I stopped. You've never watched that movie. I Lottery. Myself. I stopped myself. Remember. So I feel like the spiky hair was kind of a thing in like the '90s, especially like late '90s, early 2000s. I felt like that was just. Do you ever do the spiked hair in the '90s? Dakota. I mean, technically, we were alive. We could have. Top Gun was 86, by the way. That's what Wikipedia says. Yeah, no, it was, but I, some people... Just rolled like, over. The, the, yeah, the spiked the hair reference just translated for me for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm... Oh, wait, okay, you don't have notes on uh, this, but you have notes on me on fire. What about you, Dakota? I just feel like yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm I rolling, never have rolling, notes. I feel like I'm ruling the mic here. You are ruling the mic. Yeah, you always rule the mic. I'm listening get real close I'm jumping to in when you're done speaking. Get real close to it. Talk to it, baby. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm uncomfortable. So I feel like you guys are Welcome to the sexy time with Tyler Klein. Ooh. Uh, okay. We're, we're so right <laughs> this movie was a little before its time on the whole surveillance thing. I mean, if you think about Snowden and all that. Someone knew what was going to happen. Well... Conspiracy theorists would say. Yeah, so basically Dakota. But I guess I, mean, I can see why you would say that. I was doing it's very important because it was. I mean, it, it, it was, at least for us, because, you know, we didn't grow up in that whole, like, Cold War era where it was like, spies, this, you know, people were, like, ratting out their neighbors to, like, the fucking government thinking, like, oh, I think they're a spy. And, like, people were literally, like, getting, like, arrested and shit. And, like, what gives you that thought? Eh, just... You know, it's William Moses Grass. Yeah, all, just, all it seems know. very Russian-like. That's what they would probably say. And then the next yeah. thing you know, like they're like, oh, okay, fucking CIA or FBI shows up. And they're like, oh, you're under arrest. And they're like, I have rights. It's like, Patriot Act, bitch. You ain't got no rights no more. Yeah. All we know is a post-9-11 war. Or post-9-11 world. We never really got to... Yeah, we're alive during like the... They say the the 90s was probably the calmest period in the world for, like, calmest time in most recent history because 
the, the Cold War ended in the early, early 90s, like 90, and 91. It never really ended, but ended, yeah. It, the Soviet Union got broken well, up. Well, Soviet so Union. It, so that eliminated that, so people kind of relaxed a little more. Now we you got had, the Putin. You had, you had the golf thing, but that wasn't that yeah. big. And then pretty much from like, you know, 93, 94, and up to 2000, it was just kind of calm. Every, you know, you, everyone was just doing their own thing. And all of a sudden, 2001, George Bush hits the towers. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we got the Patriot Act and now, you know. Well, yeah, every, I think we had the Gulf War and then we had like Desert Shield. Every uh, every single uh, device we have has a microphone that can be recording us as we talk, like the one that's in front of us. Remote access. Remote access. Yep. TVs have microphones now. now did, you, like, did you ever like wonder why everybody was like, what the fuck? Like covering up their like uh, cameras on their computers and stuff like back in like. We would have probably been, like, what, middle school, early high oh, school? Oh, hell, I, I... Remember when everybody was doing that? I used to do like, that, Like, putting, too. like, electrical tape over their cameras and shit? I try to make eye contact with my web camera while I jerk off. That's fair. Because I want that NSA guy to know. Yeah. Hey. Establishing dominance. Look at me. He might be jerking off with you, too. I'm the I'm the captain now. Yes, sir. I mean... <laughs> say do, yes, sir. I said, that's fair. <laughs> that's what I, I said, heard, that's yes, sir. I was no. like, oh, oh. I said, that's fair. That was, you know... I used to. Uh, weirdly submissive. <laughs> the day, the day I decided on one of my old laptops to cover up the camera, I was sitting there and I was watching YouTube videos, and then all of a sudden, the, you know, the little white light that sits by the camera flicked on for a second, then flicked off, and I was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs> Got a piece of fucking paper, put some tape over top, and was like, "You are staying right there." The first, I'll call her my girlfriend, but it wasn't really a girlfriend. It was just this girl that like. Had a penis. Had a penis and one of sex. <laughs> so I went over to her house a couple of times and I lost my virginity. And one what of the days I went over there, like I really had to poop after school. <laughs> I would go after the, I would go there after school and like I knew I had to poop really bad, right? I was like, you know, if I just forget about it, it'll probably stop, right? So that's how poop works. Yeah, that's how poop works, that's right? A so, yeah. That's a gamble. So I'm, you know, I again I'm new to the whole sex thing and. I do it, and you know we're fucking laying there. I remember like, I don't know. It, it was, it was. I can't believe I'm telling the story. I'm fucking. I was. Uh, if you won't no, watch no, it, I do, I do. I like okay. just fucking let it happen. Okay, okay, let it okay, happen, okay. You piece of shit. Okay, so you was doing the sex. So we were doing the sex, and like I was on, I was on top, I guess, and fucking like I just got excited. Hit a solid thrust and flexed everything. Well, turd came out. It wasn't anything crazy. I mean, imagine like a charging block. Okay, that's a little It was about the size of a charging block. You know what I mean? Just a little baby turd. Tiny poop. But it rolled out on the bed. You know what I mean? Like, it just was laying there. So, I don't think it... I mean, I'm not going to say I don't think my shit stinks, but I don't think my shit stinks in that moment. I mean, it was just a turd. You know what I mean? I'm sure so there's like, a lot of, lot of pub- pubic uh, after, smells in the air. After, so. like, I kind of I kind of brushed it off with the back of my hand like a <laughs> like, a, like, a, like an asshole cat. <laughs> like an asshole cat. Kind of just batted it off the bed and just forgot about it. And Afterwards, she gets up to go to the bathroom and I swear she looked right down at the poop. <laughs> <laughs> she walked away. And uh, I think I kind of just brushed it onto the bed. Like I... Oh, <laughs> like, wow. uh, so she definitely had to like in the future like she was cleaning her. She found some she poop. She was cleaning her room point. and like that's a poop. 
So yeah. that's a poop. That's a poop. That's Where a poop. did it come from? That's hilarious. Obviously, I would, I would assume obviously me, but <laughs> plot twist. Plot twist. She's got she, so many like... dudes over that she doesn't know where the poop came from. <laughs> you, were, you, you were the third one to shit her bed that night. Someone pooped exactly. her bed. Exactly. No, I was gonna say plot twist. She pooped too, and she looked at the poop when she was walking Wait. away, and she was like, "Did I?" Did I don't know, and then, yeah, so then you left, and she was like, oh, I guess I pooped twice, and she just cleaned him up. <laughs> it's a plop twist. Plop hey, twist. Hey, plop hey, twist. hey, oh! Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, uh, it wasn't long after that that she was like, you gotta stop coming over. <laughs> <laughs> this is where she found it. <laughs> this is petty, and I'll even say this, but, uh, I really, like, because, you know, you're, I was a kid, pretty much. Like, I was, like, only 14 years old. My dad And, like, I really thought that I was going to be, like, my girlfriend, so I bought her, like, Zoo Tycoon on the computer at Walmart, and I went and, like, the way that she, like, kind of broke it off was she took, I gave her Zoo Tycoon out of the door, like, I got you Zoo Tycoon, and she's like, oh, yeah, you kind of, like, uh, she's like, we're not really a thing. I'm like, oh. I just walked away. Did you keep Zoo, Ca- Zoo Tycoon? No, she, I gave her to her. What?! You simp. I'm a so the simp move. Yeah, but I was 14, dude. I didn't yeah, know. Like, yeah. I was fucking. Oh, like, excuses. Dude, like, like you know, listen. At 14 years old, all you were shit in the bed. All I was thinking was like sex, sex and shit. The poop. Bed. Like, <laughs> like, oh shit! I sex. I pooped while I sexed. Yeah, like I, I don't. You ever, you ever came so hard you shit? <laughs> right. Yeah, been there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, a mess. So, yeah, that was, uh, I pooped in the bed. That's fantastic. That was a poop in the bed story. There you go. What a story. Yeah, I've got, I've got tons of poop stories, man. All right, oh, let's hear it. let's go. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm blanking. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Talk to like, game. Like, I bluffed. Yeah. I mean, it, that whole, like, thing, like, being watched, though, is, like, it's really unsettling. And, like, a lot of people were like, oh, well, that's, you know, the price... What's uh, for like safety? Safety, you know, like you safety. Have to, like, the, like you have to sacrifice in order to gain. Basically, is what people. Will but in reality, you just lose your rights. That. You lose your privacy. Yep. But it's it, it, like I even I, like I stopped doing the covering up of the camera on the laptop thing because I carry around a phone that has a front camera on it all day and two fucking back cameras that I'm not going to cover up constantly. Like so, why why would I take the time to cover that up if this isn't covered? That's up? why I like this because for oh, I, I just have it always laying down and, and you then can't see through that. Well, that. And then on top of that, you know, your phone... That's what they want you to think. Your phone is always listening to you. You ever ever sit there and said something, and then, like, a couple minutes later, a Facebook ad pops up for Mm it? I was talking about getting Chick-fil-A the other day, then a couple minutes later, I'm scrolling on Facebook, and it's like, Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, motherfucker. Right. TVs are listening to you now. That's, you know, any any of the remotes to have a little fucking voice control on it. They try and track what you're saying so they can figure out what ads to blow your way. They were really yeah. trying to warn us with Enemy of the State. Yeah. Should have it's done. Should have listened to them. Here it we was, are. It was. We're all enemies. It doesn't matter what kind of warning you give. I mean, the government's going to do whatever they want anyway. Yeah. It's always justified. Um, yeah, it's always justified. Yeah. Just say just say the word freedom and it's justified. Yeah. Yeah, we got to enslave you for your freedom. Yeah. We have to spy on you 24-7 to make sure that you're safe. Do you think that they exaggerated the capabilities a little bit technology-wise those days? In the 90s? Yeah, like, there's the scene where they take the photo, they, they take a still of... Some heavy-ass fucking raindrops. Yeah, big drops. We got the window open today, it's a little warm here. 
for this day, and I don't feel like tearing on the AC yet. Uh, but maybe we should. Sounds like it's putting dents in my shit. <laughs> we should maybe shut the window because that's probably gonna sound like shit on the. Uh, it's background noise. Mic. It might, you know, maybe they're Lull listening. To, to yeah, maybe they're, they're listening to this going to sleep. It's like our meeting here is not really tense, but it's really raining. Jesus. Anywho. So there's a still of when Zavitz drops the game into Bobby's bag. Mm. And they, like, take it, and they, like, rotate the whole thing. And they rotate the view around to where, like, the camera didn't actually have a vantage point on it. Right. And I was like, okay, so are we kind of stretching out that I could probably do then? Just a little bit. But you also got to think, like, technology for, like, us as, like, regular-ass people always progresses slower than it will for the actual government. government. You know what I mean? Yeah. But can you do that now? Take a vantage point of something you haven't seen? And do, like, a 360 and... Right. I mean, I guess they... I guess if you got the... Because the NFL does it. Like on the Sunday Night Broadcast, they talk about having the 360 view because, you know, they got like here, 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 here. And so I guess you get enough of camera like the peripheral angles. on each camera that you can like kind of go 360. But I don't think that they could have done that in 98 with like a camera here and a camera here. I don't know. Just see and can we dude blocking the view. No, it does can we, can we talk about how much they cleared up that fucking camera image though? Right. They cleared that motherfucker up like crystal HD clear, yet, you know, someone robs a bank and it's just like, here's here's a picture of this dude and it's just like a blur. It's 1.2 megapixels. 1.2 megapixels. You might, you might see one eye, but then that's about it. You just, the rest of it's just blurry. You can't like, even tell. It's just like so that. now you're just looking for someone walking around with one eye and it looks blurry. You're like, is he a pirate? <laughs> pirate robbed the bank. Yeah, I feel like that might have been a little bit of a stretch back then. Yeah. They were hopeful. Yeah, I mean, well, it's also a movie, you know, it is supposed to, like, entertain. Yes. I'm sure at the time people were like, what the fuck? Like, that's crazy that they were able to do that, like. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. I know I'm a cunt. I just, you know. Well, yeah. That's it, that's a given. Oh, uh, my Dakota. No, I, 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 I see what you're saying, though. I just, I'd like to, you know, if we're talking about the movie, let's talk about the movie, you know what I mean? Poke holes. Yeah. Poke! Yeah. I poked holes in the movie, not the bear. Well, I mean, it's just... Don't poke the bear. It's camera no, gate. that's why I said camera poke in the movie. No, oh. no, I, I was... No, I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was oh, saying... Sorry. I was saying my own thing. Who ah. wants to debate? Mash debate. Master debating? You ready, FBI guy? <laughs> I'm not... Okay, there's one thing I was wondering. Yeah, I got those dudes in Bobby's office. They were, like, I think running cords or whatever to his office, get access to his computer. And then, like, dude... Like, handed him a vent. Like, handed Jack Black something down. And then, like, nothing hit him. And then he was just like, Ah, what the motherfucker! And it was just like, Well, what? What even happened? Like, nothing. I don't know. They just, I, I rewound that, like, six times. And I'm, I'm just looking you're at, like, like, watching, like, you're like, where is it? What happened? What did he do? And they never show it. And I thought it was the most bizarre part of the movie. Just, That's another know. one of those things. Yeah. I was just wondering. Maybe, I don't know, they cut something. I don't know. I'm just well, curious. He, he's the one who probably got cut. Oh, cut his head. Yeah, maybe. Found the metal, open the vents, or something. Sharp edge. Sheesh. Yeah, that sounds painful. You ever been scalped by a by a doorway? No. Okay. Then you don't know why he screamed. Well, he wasn't in a doorway though. He was in the ceiling. Doorway in the ceiling. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> I feel like they should have shown his son take 
the game. Because, like, they don't show, like, he was, like, like they just, give me something where the son's, like, <laughs> you know, runs away with the thing. Right. You know, because then, all of a sudden, they're, like, I think Eric's got it. And then, you he, know. He had it. And then, yeah, they get him in the car on the way to school. And he's, like, don't look back here. And then he's, like, yeah, I need the game. And he's, like, okay, I got it. And they're, like, okay. So that was, like, a big gamble. They're, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's got it. Don't look back here. But I... Yeah, I know. Fucking, fucking kids. kids. They don't yeah. listen. Don't look back here. But I want to look back there. Don't look back... I want to look back here. I mean, that's very realistic, though. It is. It is. Because exactly what a, you tell a kid not to do, they're going to, you know, they're going to do it. Fucking kids. Uh, I also thought the movie thought it was very funny. And I don't... I didn't think it was very funny. But the kid looking back? Just, there's different parts of the movie. where Like, uh, the end of the movie... Where he's sitting there talking to his wife, and like the kids right there, and so he's like, "Yeah, I got a lot of monitoring to do. Yeah, I got a lot of monitoring to do." Like, are you guys talking about sex? And it's just like monitoring sex. I don't know. That's just that's what I'm gonna start calling sex. Hey, you want to go monitor later? Yeah. I'm about to I, monitor all over you. I just did. I don't know. Wow. It's just there's a couple things in there where I was like, I think you guys think you're really funny. And it's just, yeah, it was cheesy. It's not great. Now, did that movie make you laugh? Paranoid about surveillance, though. Uh, not any more paranoid than I already am. I watched Snowden. That's fair. Why are you paranoid? What? Why are you paranoid? What you mean? Uh, I thought you said I'm not paranoid. I was like, that's a damn lie. I mean, the thing is, you can't waste a bunch of time being paranoid about it because it's like I mean, you just know it's, it's here. Like, you just it's know here. It's here. This, this, this is what it is. You're aware it's here. You're not gonna sit there and be like, oh my god, I gotta like tinfoil the whole house. Yeah, I'm whispering to my wife all the time. <laughs> don't look now I think the microwave's in on it too I'm not sure the fire was a great uh, move when he's in the hotel and he just sets the room on fire mm-hmm. and the fire department got there awfully fucking fast cause like I feel like if I was those if I was mm-hmm. those henchmen like I just or I don't know do we want to call them henchmen yes I mean, let's okay. call them henchmen alright typically henchmen is like when you got like a you know like a evil guy and, I mean, granted, it wasn't even, but he worked for the government. So, like, they were government agents-ish. All right, they're henchmen. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, when you can put down the shovel, bud. I'll just say, you know, usually it's when it's a non-government entity. And I like saying entity because it's got the word titty in it. Okay, I feel it. Um, in titty. You're in a titty. No, that's... It's boob gate. Oh, my God, here he goes. Fire department got there awfully fucking fast, and for where they live and for where that. Well, it was in at. a hotel. Well, the city though alone, like. Right, and he sets the fire in that specific room, and then those dudes are like, then the dudes are like, open the door. We got you know our guys in there because they want to like whack him as soon as he gets out, right? But like, I don't. Know, I feel like a better move if I'm those guys. I'm just like, oh, he locked himself in there, and that was a fire. I'm out. He's gonna fucking die in there. The only I feel like the only reason the fire department knows to go to that specific room is probably because you know there's Everyone's a bunch of activity there. there. You know, like we got like smoke. I don't know. There's smoke detectors only going off over there. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. Because doesn't the whole belt like if you set? Because that's like always the joke in the movie. You set, you know, 
a fire uh, a fire alarm off over here, and the whole all the sprinkler or smoke detector rather the, the sprinklers in the rest of the building start going off, and it fucks everything up for everybody. Which is a myth. Well, there you go. Yeah, that is a myth. I was gonna say, I wonder. I don't. Spri- I, sprinklers I only go off because if you look at the end of a sprinkler head, there is actually a little mercury bulb that once it reaches a certain temperature, the mercury bulb will pop and then it'll allow water to flow through. So if one sprinkler pops and goes through, that's the only one to go through unless if heat hits the other one and pops those mercury bulbs. Well, there you go. So the whole thing of like pop one, you know, make one sprinkler go off and all of them go off is a, is a myth, at least as of current day. So how do they keep them from going off all the time though? Because mercury can melt at room temperature. Because it's like how a thermometer works, how whenever it gets hotter, it expands. It's at a point where, I don't know what the exact temperature is, but once it reaches a certain high temperature, the mercury will expand and pop the glass and allow water to flow through. They have it as a high, they have it where there's just a little bit of mercury in there, but when it expands just enough at that certain temperature, it'll pop that glass Um, and water will flow through that one sprinkler. Right. But then if, like I said, if it hits other ones, like the heat hits other ones, it'll pop those too. Right. Makes sense. Well, there you go. The more you know. The more you know. Some of the useless facts mm-hmm. I have in my head. Yeah. Most yeah. logical thing you've said all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then in the tunnel. He's run. He runs from him. Runs out in traffic. It's the whole thing. And then he gets in that tunnel. He's running through there. And then he gets. It's like the classic, like big city scene, mm-hmm. where you like run into those places with the. The, just like the drain, I don't know what you call that, even like drainage kind of places. Oh, that like run under the city? Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah, but like it's kind of like you know, there's open access like from the road right. or whatever. You know how like they, they always have those classic showings in like LA? You have the, of the one. Yeah. The concrete one. But this was obviously where we're really Washington. Washington. Where Washington is, right? Or something? I don't, I don't remember. Oh, it was Washington. Hmm? I don't think it was Washington. Uh, Someone like DC, the District of Columbia, because I thought it was like New Jersey or New York. Uh, DC and Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. Maryland. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because they're really close. You know, Mel Gibson and Tom Cruise were <laughs> both considered for the part of Will that Will Smith played. Hmm. It's inappropriate. Blackface. Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> I think Mel Gibson might be down with it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not Tom Cruise. Anyway, those those drainage things, right? He runs out in there, and then they're like, oh, they're chasing him in the tunnel. Yeah. And it's just like, why don't you just run his ass over? When that fucking when the fucking car comes around the goddamn corner. <laughs> so, I don't like. It seems like you could end this like right here and just like, boom, <laughs> run the dude over. I don't know. It always seems very long and drawn out, yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, I get it. You need you need the stakes. I mean, were they but were they ordered to take him alive though? I think they just wanted the problem gone. Was my understanding. I mean, they never specified. Like you know, John Boyd's character never was like, "Hey, we need him alive." Yeah, you know, but I don't know. It just seems like. Well, I mean, if he had information that they needed maybe you to just... like, obtain. Well, the obviously they thing. they need him because they need the right. But team. after that, they could have been like, boom, wow, you know, end of the shit. They killed Zavitz. Well, I guess they didn't, but <laughs> fire truck did a hell of a job. Hey, um, at least at least they were first on the scene. Fire truck goes splat. 
Uh, Could you imagine being on your way to a fucking fire as a firefighter and you run over someone and you're like, God damn it, now the building's going to have to burn. Got a dead person in front of me. What do you mean? I just, I just tell two dudes to get out. I'm like, wait for the ambulance. We gotta go. <laughs> wait for the ambulance. It's like, buddy, he's paced. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah? What's the protocol on that? Just spray him off the, <laughs> you know, and then... Because, I mean, his yeah, post I told... Just pull into your local truck stop and just get one of the squeegees and just... Because I was told the big bumpers on the front of the fire trucks are for, like, if people, like, don't get out of the way, they just, they can, like... Yeah, bat- battering rams. Yeah. So, I mean, is that, like, kind of same policy? Like, you got a bunch of pedestrians, they won't move, and you just, like... <laughs> and it's just, like... Riot to... Then it's just, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, Call of Duty, it's, like, 25 kill streak. <laughs> Time for the tactical nuke. Yeah. That was Shout out firefighters. Time. Shout out firefighters. Shout I don't, out I don't know. Have you ever seen a fire truck, like, push its way, like, push cars no, and stuff? Like, I have not. I've I, never seen him do I that. I've seen him, out of the way. I've seen him, like, break <laughs> windows of cars and, like, run lines through the car because the car was, like, parked in a fire zone. They'll just bust the windows out and run lines through them. I love it when they do that just... <laughs> When I do that, just to prove the point of not parking in front of a fire. Oh hydrant. yeah, it's the most. It'll be like shit. it'll be like the the bumper will be just like right in front of the fire hydrant. It'll smash the window out. Yeah. I'll be like, I like you. <laughs> You're like how I am. Asshole. She said chalk the mailbox and he sharpied it. Just saying. Yeah, it ain't never coming off now. Well, it will, but now Brill always thinks that he's needed. It's like goddamn again. Uh. John Void drink milk before bed. Like, I don't even keep milk in my house. Like, you're drinking milk before bed? Good old glass of warm milk before bed. No. Good, old, good old white dudes drinking that warm milk. That's, that's going to be your fucking brother. <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker loves him some milk. Ugh. I don't know why. That, that that explains why he's so goddamn big, but I don't know how. And the fuck I, loved, just I loved milk when I was a kid. Like, I'd come in from outside. <sighs> Like in the summer, oh, I'd be like, "Oh, God. give me a tall glass of milk." It sounds disgusting to me now. It turned to cottage cheese while you were drinking well, it. That's the no, thing. I didn't bring it outside. I, I just, know, I just couldn't. In. I just couldn't imagine twelve-year-old me, eleven-year-old me, outside in some shenanigans, being all fucking hot and sweaty and tired and running inside to get a drink. Give me first, some milk. And the first thing I go in and I was like, "I want the milk," and just chugging a glass of milk like believe me i'm just as puzzled by it as you because i that sounds like the least appetizing thing to me now like i don't even want milk if i if i have cookies like that doesn't even sound good to me now like i probably drank too much of it when i was little i'm like i don't want any more fucking milk i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not even puzzled by it like i'm just appalled like like it just sounds disgusting Yeah, it's not a thing I want uh, any longer. That's I was I'm just you know, like wow. Know, I liked milk that much. Huh? You know, you know, uh, you know, go to the Y and then come back from playing basketball and just chug a good old glass of milk. No, never big happened. Old, big old cup of milk. You'd be like, ah, I was parched. I was, Ew. Uh, <laughs> no, never, never done that. Believe it or not, this this milk really quenched my thirst. Oh, uh, he said I was parched. <laughs> but you gotta say like, cause cause milk is like kind of thick too, so well, like it, it, it lingers flam. in your mouth. Yeah, you like. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, imagine like being hot though. Like your face be real hot, so like your neck is gonna be hot, yeah, and then yeah. you like as you're drinking it, it's just turning to like cottage cheese, like going down. Yeah, that's yeah. gotta be tough. That's it. Let's all play some uh, some touch football real quick, and we'll chug some milk. Before we play football or after? After. Yes. We're all hot and sweaty. Why not do it before? Both. 
Well, then we were just going to throw up. Then you're just going to be all flummy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Breathing through oh. your mouth and shit. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, going to sound like breathing inside of a trash yeah, milk bag. loogies, you're out there. You're like, what? Oh, like, yeah, I can see it. You spit like, it and it just hangs on to your tongue you and know, just kind of I'm just like <laughs> just, all the way down. Yeah. You're like, I can try that again. Yeah. I apologize to anybody. Oh! <laughs> you know, I, there's that fucking... There's that fucking Big Daddy scene where the kid like sucks the loogie back in. That's that's what we're talking about. With the I milk. can't stand that. <laughs> that fucking like, cause like a cold loogie. Oh. No. Ugh. God no. Uh, he said. Oh. I just I can't I can't stand the thought of a cold loogie is so gross. What about a warm loogie? Well, if it, if it came out of my mouth where I'm like, you know, but like the fact of like. Like, I would never spit out a loogie and then be like, oh, let's put that back in. <laughs> but what if you, like, slurped it back in? No, it, that's like, what I'm it saying. Went, like, that scene in... It went, like, didn't go into your mouth. It just kind of, like, hit your lip and was, like, flipped up onto your, like, no. nose. And, like, maybe, like, the bottom of your eyelid. Like Bottom of your eyelid? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's crazy. So, it catches so some you never... in it. No, I never did that. <sighs> <laughs> and you just swallow it because you don't want to spit it out again. That's like, yeah. that's, like when you're, that's like when you're driving, and you're on the fucking highway or some shit, and you fucking cough, and some phlegm comes up with you, you're like, I ain't got no place to fucking spit this, and you're like... Oh, yeah, you ever cough, and just like that little speck on the steering wheel, and you're like, hmm. Cough, some phlegm comes up, have no place to spit it, so you just swallow it, you're like, I'll deal with you again later. Mm-mm. No, no, I, if it if it comes up, it's gotta come out somehow. Oh, it's going out, though. It's, it's, it's going it's, out the window. It's leaving, You see, what happens every time I go to spit out the window, I spit out the window, especially when I'm driving, it just, <laughs> right on the fucking window, and I'm like, god damn it, now I gotta clean that. Oh, no, you gotta lean out. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta lean, you gotta, you gotta the... lean over, like, you gotta put mad uh, Do you not there. realize my height, and how deep my seats are? Yeah, yeah, see, I hate getting in your car. You it's know, a I feel like I'm laying the fuck down. I'm like, how is this safe? Like, I, I feel not. so unsafe. Like, like, to even get to that, like, I would have to, like, grab the steering wheel, pull myself up a little bit more, and then lean. But at that point, I'm gotta pulling do. myself up, so I'm moving the fucking steering wheel. Gotta do what you gotta do. So now yeah. I'm just like... Have you ever considered getting, like, the... Booster like, seat? The all leather, like, the all-weather, all like, floor mats, you know? You can just spit on the floor mat. Yeah, because that's exactly what I want on my floor mats is spit. Yeah, I said on your floor mats, not your carpet. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just, you just hose them off. Yeah, you just hose them off at some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll spit it right next to my booger collection. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I don't keep milk in the house. So that dude's weird. Um, all right, people. it seems odd that they lost them under the bridge. I mean, they fired a shotgun in the air. <laughs> like, they're in a helicopter. They said, get out of the car. And then a car goes under the tunnel and doesn't exit till sometime later. It just, I don't know. They should have found them. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it was that hard. I mean, obviously it was harder than what you think it is. But if yeah. you get under a tunnel, they apparently were, uh, you can get away from the government. They were they were not big brain henchmen. Well, I mean, the dudes are in a helicopter. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. They probably uh, took everything in them just to fly that helicopter and not crash. <laughs> Sorry. They were well, I think, they, I think well. that part was kind of subbed out. You know, I don't think it was the henchmen in there. You know, I mean, I think there's like a special group of NSA guys that it seemed that way to me. Uh, they were not trained very well. They're all they did henchmen. not know how to fly. They are all henchmen. Thanks, Obama. 
Um, and then that, that final shootout scene, they just made the fucking... It looked like a fucking earthquake was going on. Oh, yeah. They started shooting, and it was like... Dog, like, I... Some movies, I... Okay, so, like, Enemy of the State's, like, one of my, like, favorite movies. So it's probably in, like, top ten for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, stuff like that with the whole crazy motion of the camera, like, kind of annoys me sometimes, because I like the, like, stability of being able to see what's going on versus, like, everything kind of seeming like the camera's just sitting on top of, like, some cammed out LS motor where it's just <laughs> bouncing all over the place, like, you know, like, it's, it's just, it's, it's a little bit much. I mean, I get why they want it, because it, it, in a sense, it wants you to make you feel like you're there in the chaos while it's happening, but, like, I just can't get down with the... You don't want to be there in the chaos? No. I don't want to be involved in any chaos. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good on that. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got anything else to say? I'm on, I'm on quotes now, so... Anybody? No? Alright. Mm, good. You ain't running this by nobody. Double negative. They said that shit in, uh, in Killing Him Softly, I forgot to mention it. I didn't do nothing! Double negative. Mm. You didn't, did you? So what'd you do? Did something. Didn't do nothing. Anyway. That's that, uh, little brain stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Um... You ever beat off in the shower, Brian? You ever have any homosexual thoughts? That's that's none of your fucking business. Yeah, yeah. Got a point. What happened? I blew up the building. Why? Because you made a phone call. It's kind of excessive. That's logical. You ever someone ever just made a phone call? You're like, alright, you know what? I'm just gonna press this no, fucking red button that's right excessive. here. Excessive. The only one that's getting arrested here is you for felonious cocksucking with an attempt to swallow the evidence. Wow. That's what I got. Reviews, ratings, reviews. I recommend this movie. I would still recommend it to people. Uh, I mean, I felt like for the time that it came out, it was good. And I think they definitely did a solid job as far as portraying uh, the whole like surveillance thing, just showing like how easy it is. You know, like. Like, even at the end of the movie, he was sitting on his couch, and he was flipping through the TV channels, and he fucking saw himself sitting on the couch, and he was like, what the hell? And he started waving his hand, and he was like, let me let me talk about that scene for a second. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, time's up. Back to what you were saying. Now. <laughs> that scene where he's, you know, he clicks through the channels, and it goes to where it's at him. <clears throat> he starts looking up at a smoke detector. But the angle of the camera would put the camera directly in front of the fucking TV. Yeah. Because, like, it would have been, like, looking from, like, me to you is where the camera angle was at in mm. that camera shot. But then he's looking at a smoke detector up here and waving at it. And I'm like, yeah. either either he that's a real smoke detector or and the camera's hidden very well or they didn't think that fucking scene through. Yeah, it's a hole for sure. I, I definitely think it's, it's probably in, like, their goose if you get on, like, IMDb. I've seen that and I was like, and, like... You know, I'm thinking maybe he had the camera like hidden right there, and then like he looks, he looks up at the smoke detector and waves at the smoke detector, and I'm like, that's not even, not even the direction the mm. camera's angled, angled at. Yeah. But uh. How many eggplants? I'm not doing eggplants. I'm not. Come on, baby girl. I'm not. So, out of stars, I rate this movie. Let's go ten. 
Because I had 10. I like 10. Okay. Out of 10. Out of 10? I'm liking 10. I'll give it... Okay, R. Kelly. Everybody good on 10? 7.4. Okay. Uh, I will go... (laughs) Just glad we passed over my R. Kelly comments. Sometimes it's just best. Well, I mean, you can't now, but you mentioned it again. Yeah. (laughs) It's not not passed over now. Yep. Had to make sure it was heard. Um, I would say... I mean, I give it 6.8. I'll watch it again. Obviously, a lot of holes. Um, disclaimer: uh, No ducks were harmed or fucked in the making of this movie. You're so. really on this fucking duck thing. He really is. Um, I'm going four and a half. I don't want to see it again, and I think it aged poorly. I bet if I saw it when it came out, it'd be really good. But I, I wasn't into it, and uh, yeah, but it was fine. I just don't want to see it again. That's fair. It's not fair. Well, life ain't fair, buddy. That is fair. I want another shot. Alright, guys. Hit Content Crisis 1 on Twitter. Content Crisis Hotline Yahoo.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Subscribe and rate and all that shit. Goodbye. Toodles.